bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, you call us as your children to to live in this world and yet not to be of the world. You remind us in your word that we are to live differently and to think differently and to have different hearts than those of the world. Lord, we, we struggle with all of that. Find it challenging and difficult, and so we pray that by your Spirit and your Word, you would continue to shape and mold and guide, that we might be your servants, share your Word, your love, and humility. And grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. When we talk about love, it's a hard concept to squeeze into one Sunday morning sermon especially when you're going to combine it with the whole aspect of humility, which is what the lesson from the Hebrews today talks about. In order to understand love, we really have to start with the definition of the most important type of love, and that is a sacrificial love, which Christ defines for us by giving up his life on a cross for each one of us. None of us, not one of us here today, deserves that love. Scriptures remind us that we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God and no one is righteous, not even one. And yet, Christ's love for us compelled him to go to a cross and to suffer and die there, shedding his blood that we might be washed clean and be declared holy and righteous in his sight. We like to think that it was those nails through his hands and through his feet that held him to a cross, but it was really love. He had the power to step down from that cross any time he desired. He had the power to say, you know what, I changed my mind, they're not worth it. They spit at me, they reject me, 
They don't listen to what I say. They want to live life on their terms. They want to redefine me into something they're comfortable with. They want to pick and choose those parts of Scripture to live by and ignore what God really says. Why am I hanging here for them? You got to wonder if those thoughts went through his mind while he's on a cross. While he's listening to the voices of those rejecting him and mocking him, those who are gambling for his clothes. And yet he looked at them and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I got to think, he still sits on the throne in heaven looking at us and from time to time utters those same words, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. His love applied to a world and to a people that don't deserve it, that could never earn it. He gives it freely and fully. A love which knows no bounds, no distinction between rich or poor or slave or free or Jew or Gentile. A love which makes no distinction based on race or color or creed. A love given because we are his creation, belong to him. Scriptures tell us that he humbled himself became obedient to death, even death on a cross. But you see, he sets that pattern also of humility when he washes the feet of the disciples and when he washes our feet. Anybody notice anything about that picture? What? Blue jeans. He's still washing our feet. He's still serving us. The King of kings and the Lord of lords humbles himself to take care of you and me in our daily lives. To watch over us. To wrap us in his arms wash our dirty, sinful feet. That washing started at our baptisms and it has never stopped. See, he reaches out to us with a nail-scarred, bloody hand love us 
right where we're at. So what does all this mean? See, the challenge is to understand our place in the world as Christians. To understand that we're in the world, but, but not of the world. And that being in this world, but not of the world, means we need to function and to work in a way that's different from the rest of the world, in a way that Christ calls us to live and to act. He calls us to be Christ to the world around us to, if you will, reach out our hands. Ours may not be nail-scarred and covered with blood, but he calls us to be the hands of Jesus to those around us to humble ourselves, as Scripture reminds us, in the sight of the Lord. To not be afraid to wash the feet. To feed the hungry. To take care of the poor. To visit the sick. To help the suffering. To walk alongside of one another. Not worrying about what the world thinks about what we're doing. But just doing it. Because it's what we're called to do. The world will come at us, why, why are you wasting your time with that? Or, that's kind of beneath you, isn't it? Why waste your time with him or her? They're hopeless. We can hear the words of the world, we've all heard them in one way, shape, or form. And as the sheep of the shepherd, we're called to tune the world out, listen to his voice. My sheep know my voice and they follow me. See, he calls us to love. To love a world that's not worthy of it, to love the lives of people who aren't worthy of it. He calls us to love unconditionally those around us, and we love because he first loved us. And we live our lives in humility to those around us, not being afraid to stoop down and wash the feet, to do the things that God calls us to do in order to minister to people where they're at and to empower them with the gospel of Jesus Christ so that they know his love, that they know that he went to a cross and died for them, that his love is an amazing Love, a love that makes no distinction, a love that is not earned, but a love that is given freely by Christ.
And so we exalt ourselves? No. We exalt the Lord. We praise the Lord for what he has done and for how he's touched our lives and how we are so grateful. And we in turn reach out to others with his love, not worrying about what others think while we're doing it. Not doing it because we want the pats on the back or the accolades, but doing it because he calls us to do it. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. We love. We love one another. We love him. And we love those in the world around us, even as the world turns their back on them. We love very simply because he first loved us. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.